to the NTU Wellness Podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, and I want to thank you for joining me in this weekly conversation on how to create better health, explore the journey of self-healing, and to tap into your own intuitive wisdom. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. All right, so let's go into the Vata Dosha. Let's delve deeper into how the Vata Dosha moves us. We're in this month of November now, and there's this up and down, there's here, there, calmy storm. It's a month of really variable weather and sometimes comes with that variable moods. That natural heat and fire of the Pitta season has now moved on and that Vata season has arrived. And I'm talking mostly for that Northern hemisphere. Now, within the Vata season, which generally runs between that late October to February, as I had mentioned, in the Northern Hemisphere, but it could be different wherever you live. The Vata Dosha is all about movement and change, and this includes breathing, our digestion, and even the way the nervous system signals. If vata is the dominant dosha within your constitution, then you are likely to have these bursts of energy, of high activity followed by, guess what, fatigue and exhaustion. Vatas are quick about everything. Remember, we're talking about movement. Vata is the elements of air and ether. So with that air, air is always moving, space is all around us. So this kind of hopefully makes sense. When we look at traits of within Vata, these are people who are that understand really quickly. They can go quickly from topic to topic and they also forget really easily. When Vata is in a state of balance, you can enjoy this creative mind, playful energy, enthusiasm, and a lively conversation. Now, when Vata is in that state of imbalance, you may experience anxiety, worry, restlessness, fatigue, constipation, dry skin, painful menstrual cramps, and other nervous disorders. When we look at there being this more gaseous air within your system, it can be experienced in the form of burping or fat flagellants, especially when you eat raw foods. Now, vata dosha is also responsible for more than half of the illnesses. And this is due typically because vata is the one that can go out of balance first. And there's conflicting thoughts on this, but for some teachers that I've talked to within Ayurveda, they, they state that sometimes vata can push the other doshas because vata is all again about movement. And the other part about this is because of the nature of vata, working with the nervous system so closely, there's this also this place of, around stress. And this, as we know, stress can lead to many disorders. And from this point, what happens is vata can lead the other doshas out of balance, as I had mentioned, and this can cause early stages of disease. So balancing vata is important for everyone. Every one of us has some vata within their system. However, how strongly it represents you will be different from someone else. And depending on the how much vata you are, 
it could be making you more susceptible to imbalances within the Vata season. So remember, it's kind of like pushes like here. So if we're in the Vata season and your dominant dosha is Vata and you are eating things that could be pushing this or doing practices during your day that's taking you more out of balance, it's just going to drive this deeper and you actually go into these practices or foods on a more consistent basis. Now, Vata within the lifespan of our life is in the later years. So this is usually looking at after 50 or 60 years of age. So Vata is in the later stages of our life. And I'd like to mention that even if Vata is not the strongest in your constitution, it's very wise for us to understand it. So when we look at Vata types, they tend towards thinness. They're also very playful within their action and spirit. They do need to get significant rest and not to overdo anything. Things that help to balance Vata are eating warm cooked foods, staying warm, and also keeping a regular lifestyle routine can help to keep us Vata's balance because Vata's can be a little flighty. All right, so let's look at an Ayurvedic action that you can take. So first, adopt a seasonal routine that will help to pacify Vata. Routine is this operative word here. Vata is soothed by a regular routine. So daily self-care is especially important to calm and nurture Vata. What are you doing right now for self-care? There's a question you can ask yourself. And here are some tips that you can consider that will give you this high impact in balancing Vata during the Vata season. I'm going to give you three here. So first one is daily warm oil self abhyanga massage or self-massage. Sesame oil is particularly balancing for Vata. You can also listen to calm, soothing music. And then the third one is drink fresh ginger tea daily. All right, so two other things I want to cover under Vata in this episode is the functions of Vata and the physical traits of Vata. So Vata is responsible for physical and mental movement. We can think of the elimination of waste, sensory input, the nervous system impulses, respiration, communication, so speech, listening, and other functions that are related to movement. The main site of Vata is the colon. So if you're experiencing bloating and gas, these may be early signs of Vata aggravation. You can also watch out for things such as dry skin, constipation, irregular appetite, loss of sleep, stress, fatigue, tiredness. These are all things that can give you those warning signs that you may need to bring in some balancing practices. So the gunas or the qualities of vata, one of those is dryness. So internal drying can really aggravate the organs and disrupt the fluid functioning of our system. Also within the fall, which is the vata season, this can also be a time where we have an increase of anxiety. As I had mentioned earlier, vata is made of the elements of air and space. And within the emotional aspect, this can be stimulated by racing thoughts and a pounding heart. Okay, so here's another Ayurvedic action. So balancing vata, and we can use this with that principle of opposites. 
So as this Vata season begins, we can focus on the qualities that are opposite of what the cold weather brings. So we can think of grounding, warming, and also routine. When we generate this internal fire and warmth by eating more warm cooked meals and by grounding ourselves with yoga practices, massage and meditation, these can all help us feel more connected to ourselves and also connected to others. We can use more oils within our cooking, such as olive oil or avocado oil, coconut oil, those all can be really good for a cooking. Ghee can be really good here as well as ghee is good for all three doshas, but this will help us to moisten the body, especially during this dry season. I already talked about keeping a daily routine. Make sure that these practices are soothing and this will help to keep Vata back into its place. And remember, be ready to invite all those good qualities of Vata, the playfulness, that good spirit movement and that insightfulness. Just by making a few adjustments, you will invite your Vata autumn experience to be filled with healthy and liveliness that will bring this radiance to your heart and to your soul and to your body. All right, so last thing I wanna go into is the Vata physical traits. I've already touched on some of these already, but the let's go a little bit more into this. So the Vata's constitution, which tends towards lightness and weight and delicate in features, it is also noted that, so with that being said, if your birth constitution is vata, some of the imbalancing issues of this dosha could lead to significant weight gain. When we think of our body type when you were a child, you can think of it, did you tend towards that being thin side? If so, then your constitution could be vata. As for the facial features, you may be more thin and oblong and a person with the Vata constitution may have smaller eyes and a relatively smaller nose. The bridge of the nose in particular might be more narrow here. Now, as with the other features, the lips may be more thin and your complexion can be more on the dull and dry side. If your constitution is Vata, then keeping your skin oiled can be really helpful. When Vata is out of balance, hair loss can also be an issue, as well as dandruff from dryness. All right, so let's look at the bones for Vata constitution. They're usually long and narrow. However, Vatas may also have irregular shaped bones that are especially long or short. The bones seem to stick out a little too here. Now, as vata bodies are not particularly muscular, that's more of the pitta, the fingers here can be long and nails tend to be dry with ridges or a little bit more on the brittle side. All right, so here's our last Ayurvedic action. We want to nourish our senses. So accompany your body, really bring it alive with those senses of touch, taste, hear, smell, and your sight and everything that's around you getting outside, really nourishing your sense will really bring you back into your own form, ground you, and it allows you to experience your environment fully. It also helps us to regulate the nervous system when we really take in our surroundings through those senses and really embody it and own it, bring this into your body. Okay, so there's part one of Vata giving us a little information to start with, and we will come back to Vata next week as well. And 
go a little deeper into some of the other parts of Vata. We'll go into the mind and the emotions and just some other aspects within Vata and how we can keep this Vata dosha within the Vata season a little bit more in harmony. Now with that, if you're looking for some movement practices that bring in some more restorative help to renew yourself, then I welcome you to check out my workout library at my website at www.ayurvedicwellnessbynatasha.com. And you can check that out. I have over 100 practices in there, meditations, movement practices, workouts, and all of these I gear to helping us to nurture and nourish ourselves from the body to the soul. So I'd love to have you as part of our community and hopefully see you there real soon. And with that, I want to remind you that we are capable of really creating better health. And, and as we create this better health, it opens up this door to this journey of our remembrance of our ability to self-heal. With that, I want to wish you an amazingly awesome day. Go out there and be your unique and fabulous self. Thank you so much for joining me and we'll see you again next week. Mm -hmm.